The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So good morning. And to continue the series of talks for this week on mindfulness as part of the five faculties. And so I've given now five talks on the first faculty of faith, five talks on the first faculty of, the second faculty of effort, and now we're doing the third faculty. And uh, those of you listening to these series might have understood that uh, these Monday through Friday talks for each faculty is offered somewhat progressively. Uh, that's uh, somewhat uh, goes along with the notion that Dharma practice is onward leading. There is a way that it evolves and moves and develops over time. And certainly it goes in spirals, come back to the same place again. Sometimes it goes back and forth, ups and down. It's not linear. But it um, overall, the pattern of practice is to move along a certain direction to greater and greater freedom. And for mindfulness then, Monday was uh, uh, the initial establishment of mindfulness, the effort it takes to begin the practice, to show up, to, if we're lost in thought, to wake up from that and be mindful and begin again and begin again. Once we're able to kind of begin and really kind of starting to be more present, then mindfulness uh, has another quality that can come into play. And that is that not only are we present and aware of what's happening, but we also can begin recognizing what's happening. And recognizing allows a little bit more to us, for us to be anchored in the present moment, a little more clarity about what's happening. And a little bit more begins to, um, has its own momentum to keep us in the present moment, keep us in the over time. As we're more rooted in the present and have more clarity of what's going on, then uh, the practice can open up to a capacity to observe what's happening. We settle, we're not trying to make the effort so much anymore, but the effort more is to stay observing, stay present, uh, let go of the things that interfere so we can stay and settle back and just observe whatever is happening. And uh, this sequence is what kind of the sequence in which the Buddha teaches mindfulness as well. Um, he talks about establishing mindfulness first. And then uh, a lot of the exercises that the Buddha gave for developing mindfulness have to do with recognition, understanding what's happening. And once that's been established, then he talks about um, observing the body in the body, the feelings in the feelings, mind in mind, dharmas and dharmas. So it's ability to observe. And um, observing uh, has some characteristics. One is that um, when you watch, look at something, the looking itself does not interfere with what's being seen. Uh, certainly if you touch something, your hands might change it and pick it up and do things with it. Um, but uh, eyes, the seeing, in and of itself doesn't change anything that's being seen, it just sees. 
And so that way, uh, minds, the mind's ability to perceive, to see, to, to uh, just settling back and just allowing it to be there, just know it or see it, or, um, is a knowing that is without interference with what is known. And certainly we don't physically interfere with it, but also we don't, we, we don't interfere with the perception or the seeing with judgments and stories and commentary and attitudes of being for and against it. These are all like pulling curtains across the window or a little bit obscuring or or making it a little bit more um, cloudy or not so clear what we're seeing. When we add all these things on top of just simply sitting back and watching. It's certainly not easy to us just to watch without interference. And that's why it can be useful to have the watching be 360 degrees. And what that means is that um, everything can be included, including our interference, including the way we judge it or we have to wants and not wants and not to condemn any of that, but in a sense, just keep opening up the awareness, the field of observing, oh, this too, I get to observe. This too, I observe. And uh, just hold it all you know, just one more thing to observe. And over time, this uh, uh, simple observation of experience is a radical act um, because of how much uh, human minds are involved with fixing and doing and commenting and planning and all kinds of things. It's a radical act to be simple. It begins to uh, loosen and dissolve and unravel all these complex, complex, complex worlds we have of reactivity and judgments and ideas and stories that, through which we see ourselves and see our world. And so this settling back to observe. The analogy that I like for it is um, to, um, to um, um, Imagine that you're on a edge of a river, leaning up against a river tree, and you're just watching the river go by. And as the river goes by, um, all kinds of things are seen. There's a driftwood that comes by, leaves that go by. And it's just very nice just to watch the current, the waves, the driftwood that goes by. It's very, very relaxing. Uh, and then there comes along a... Uh, a wonderful um, uh, recreational riverboat with a band and dance show and and uh, theater and lots of partying going on. And the next thing you know, you are uh, involved. You're on the boat, but it's taken a few weeks to realize that you're on the boat partying. And um, and then you get off the boat and say, "Well, that was a long trip." And you finally make your way back upriver to where that tree is. And you sit down, just watch the river. It's so nice just to watch the river. And it's calm, relaxing, peaceful, content. But then down the river comes a war boat fighting the, the great right war and shooting its guns in all directions. And it's the good cause. And so you jump on the war boat and you're fighting the war. And it takes you a few months to realize that you are been fighting a war. And, um, and so finally you get off and it takes a long time to walk back up and find that tree again. And then you're sitting there under the tree 
you're just watching the river go by and it's peaceful and calm and nice. And then comes along this decrepit raft that's so poor, so ruined and just barely, barely can stay afloat. And it, you feel so much pity for this raft. And before you know it, you're, you find yourself, I don't know, you don't know how it happened, but you're on the raft and you've been on the raft for years. On this poor raft, poor me, it's so, so hard. And then you're finally able to get off the raft, and then uh, you go back up the river. This next time there, something comes along, a boat, very alluring, interesting, fascinating boat. And you just stay on the river, and you just watch it go by. And uh, you, um, you don't get on. And another one comes by, and you just watch it go by. All kinds of boats go by, and you just watch it go by. And you, you don't realize, you realize after a while, I don't have to get on those boats. The boats are doing their things, they're going to their place, they come and they go, there's endless boats, and I can just stay here, observe and watch, and stay peaceful and just watch it go by. So this uh, example is um, kind of how we watch ourselves in meditation. All kinds of thought boats come along, all kinds of stories and ideas. They're just coming down the river of time, the river of experience. And all too often, we find ourselves on the boat, on the thoughts, um, entertaining ourselves, fighting the good, good fight, um, you know, caught up in some self-pity or self-feeling sorry for ourselves or uh, or the great, you know, purpose in life, or the great fantasy, or whatever it might be. And it might not be wrong to do, be involved in get on boats, but sooner or later, we realize that there are other options as well. And there's other uh, possibilities of inner growth and development, and a real kind of discovery of freedom that's not possible if we keep getting on the thoughts, keep getting on the boats. So this idea of settling that, just watch things go by. Watch feelings go by. Watch sensations in the body go by. Thoughts, watch the breathing go by. And one of the great things about breathing is that it's, um, it just has this wonderful uh, rhythm and flow of waves on the, you know, it's kind of like the waves on the river coming and going up and down and just settling back and watching, observing. So to observe, to establish mindfulness, to have a clear recognition of what's happening in the moment, so that the mind begins to step back a little bit. It's not so entangled and caught in experience. This is an in-breath. This is an out-breath. This is a thought. This is anger, this is contentment, this is sounds coming. Whatever it might be, to clearly recognize it is to begin changing the flow of the mind and what the mind is involved in. It's beginning a movement of freedom to recognize rather than being caught up in. And as the recognition becomes clearer and clearer, there comes a time when it's possible to lean back or just settle in and just observe the experience in a peaceful and a calm way. And, um, and this uh, creates the foundation 
uh, for the next uh, possibility that mindfulness practice is, the faculty, how the mindfulness faculty is used and how this practice unfolds, which will be the topic for tomorrow. So um, you might, uh, in this intermediate time, this between now and tomorrow, um, be curious about uh, this human capacity to observe experience. And uh, you might even go and use your eyes and sit someplace quiet and just watch the things go by, watch nature, watch the squirrels playing the trees or the cars go by or whatever your situation is like, just to watch the clouds go by and see what you can learn about uh, what it's like just to observe, just to observe and not interfere, not be reactive, not make stories about things, just gently let things uh, flow by, flow by. Stand in the middle of your river and let things, all things flow and just go by and, until such a time that uh, it's just, everything is just observed and there's no observer. Even the observer is flowing by. So thank you very much for being part of this and sharing in this now this very wide community of people meditating together and and uh, I and uh, sharing in the Dharma, sharing, appreciating the Dharma, and, uh, and maybe uh, spreading goodwill uh, together into the world as we go through the next day. So thank you, thank you very, very much.